Hi everybody, and welcome to a Kevin Owens pushing, WWE stack selling, WWE Network revising episode of The Brothers of Discussion. We're going to cover everything from the geriatrics gobbling up TV time this week to the redesigned WWE Network. It's going to be so much better, unbelievable, You, you, your mind's going to explode. To AEW's big announcement, they're going to be on TV. And make some time for some NXT deep cut coverage. And lest we forget, we're also going to play another round of Two Rumors and a Lie. Woo! Where Mike has to figure out which of this week's moronic dirt sheet rumors is fabricated by Matt. And which two were posted by clickbait journalism. Another exciting week of wrestling. Matt, how the heck are you? I'm doing fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, wow. I don't know. Top shelf adjectives for Matt. I did that because we have our new show that's coming out on uh, the Brothers of Discussion Talk Hockey, uh, where we're going to be talking Red Wings uh, for all of you Detroit fans out there. And uh, we won't be able to swear, so I was thinking I should get all my swearing out on this show. That's right. So Anything my goes goddamn on BOD. Fucking that's right. Asshole blowing swearing. Yep. Not on this fucking show. Sphincter slips <laughs> left and right here on the wrestling episode. I, I was dancing while I was doing that. I forget we're not live. Yeah, this is a real <laughs> attitude era so far um, of the Brothers of Discussion. Matt? Yeah. Where we, can the well, beautiful if you're faction not, members, where can they find us? Yeah, if you're not looking for the new show that's coming out, which is at BOD Hockey, uh, you can find, you know, the boring stuff, all the wrestling stuff. That's at BOD Podcast. Uh, that'll get you to the Twitter and to the Facebook. Go to BODpodcast.com for all of our old blogs and archived episodes. Also work if you go to brothersdiscussion.com. And what we don't do enough is beg, plead for you to go to wherever you're listening to this uh, wonderful Brothers of Discussion episode. That'll be fiend-filled. Yes. And uh, wherever you're listening to it, please, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Just leave. And yeah. uh, what you're going to do is help us become more relevant on the old searches for new people that are looking for new podcasts to listen to and when we become more relevant you can get free stuff because we have gotta get the email once a week mike about the hats that i designed to go ahead and build them and send them out and i'm ready but uh we actually have to know that we have more than five reviews on Apple Podcasts before we gotta hit six reviews guys come on we gotta get number six in the can I know that we have, at the very least, like 24 listeners a week. So if we you need... guys could just head on over to Apple Podcasts. That's right. You guys, <laughs> there's 24 God. of you, all right? So each one of we you have write five. a review. And then yep. what I want you to do is create what's called a burner account. And what you do <laughs> is you have that burner account, sign in, write a review. And then what I want you to do next week is create another burner account, Okay. That's right. That's my cat in the background. That'll be 48 reviews before that second burner account even comes into play, Matt. The possibilities are endless. Yep, and if uh, if you do that, you send us a picture, you'll be the first person to get free merch. So Yes. Uh, this. I don't know if I'm allowed to, to say prove, that on the podcast. Just prove you're but not a bot. Uh, and by doing that, we mean take a picture, a oh, live man. picture with uh, today's newspaper in the lower left corner. I wish that bots could post reviews for us. We'd be yeah. If a bot can hold up a picture of today's newspaper and write a review, we will accept it. Uh, so yeah. With that being said, Mike, you want to talk some wrestling? That we got. I do want to talk some wrestling. This was uh, not a hot week for wrestling. Um, Matt, I, I think uh, cat's out of the bag. AEW's got a big announcement coming up. I, I oh, think it's uh, that they're going to be on TV. Yeah, uh, <laughs> very weird uh, kind of, I don't know, the announcement, then like people getting upset uh, with like the WWE making their network announcement. 
Mike, if you had to measure, because you already mentioned the network announcement, if you had to measure which statement, like, meant more to you, was it knowing the exact date that AEW show was going to debut, or was it the actual, like, news that there's a... <laughs> I, don't, I mean, <laughs> I'm leading the witness a little bit here, but uh, I mean, come on. We, we knew that AEW was going to be on TV and they were going to be on TNT. I feel like this announcement happened months ago and they just wanted to make sure they were still on your radar. So like there was some marketing executive that put on their calendar and then we're going to tell them we're releasing on this day. So like a month from now, they're going to tell us what time. Yeah. And then I, I, they're going to tell us what matches are on the first episode. This, like, it's just, it's not news. It's, 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 it's arguably one of the worst dick measuring contests in the history of, uh, like, male you, ego. Do you mean by the size of what one was able to measure was, against yeah, the other? Yeah, it was such a non-dick. <laughs> These were two non-dicks being measured one-on-one. It was... Oh! I interpreted that in a different way, but go ahead. No, I just, I, like, we know you're going to be on TV. You know, call me in September, because, you know, I, I got I got a lot of wrestling to watch. I got, I got shit to do. Yeah, I got, I got about 12 hours I got to watch every week. Yeah. Remind me when it's that week, uh, AEW, but I guess the WWE <laughs> Network update is bigger news for me, because I'm already yeah. spending money on it, first of all. Um, and if this redesign is as cool as they make it look, I, I think that there is, um, you know, value in announcing that because as much as I like watching it at work, you know, and I have downtime or I just, you know, want some, some background noise or whatever, it's not the easiest streaming service to navigate through. Um, it doesn't feel like it, it, it you know, it, it's newer than like Netflix, which has totally figured out all my interests. You know, it's always got stand-up comedy. It's always got... Uh, somebody getting murdered. Like, it, it knows me really well. So I like laughs and murder. WWE Network has no clue what I like. Um, if I get one more camp WWE, I'm going to throw my fucking head through the TV because I don't <laughs> want to see that. I'm going to detach my own head and throw it through the TV. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know who that show I don't is know for. Who that's to, for. Uh, to build a, a, a show that's written by people that do adult humor but then to mute that adult yeah. humor because kids could be watching just i it's this cycle of stupidity but go ahead no you're right it, that show we don't want to get into it but it the, the, the demographics are so mismatched there's no way to hit all the bases you got to just put a warning on it this is for adults and let the creators do what they wanted to do and not mute them not gonna happen yeah. anyway um I think one of the things I, I always wanted to do, and I just never used um, the search feature as much on WWE Network, because it never seemed like it really worked. Um, it's almost like it was using an algorithm from like Ask Jeeves, where it would look at something that was popular <laughs> yeah. cumulatively, perhaps right instead of maybe something that's a little more um like readjusted as time goes by so i know yeah. it's harder to do because they don't have as much data and it's not you know it's it's not pooling from as as many numbers but whenever right. i would look up like you know undertaker it, it would just show it like now now let's let's do this well now what it looks like is if i look up undertaker i'm going to be very quickly be able to find like all his wrestlemania matches you know go right to him or maybe go right to his royal rumble victory something like that right. where before it just looked like it was undertaker <laughs> and kane versus the shield yeah on like a smackdown and it's it's not that that's a yeah. deep cut it just looked like the tool wasn't working correctly like nobody was watching that so i think if they did the research i i, I would be shocked to find out other people had a different experience than me like I think it was just not being used because it, it was such a poorly designed search feature. Was that your experience, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely felt like, you know, if you searched Undertaker, it was Hornswoggle follows Kelly Kelly under ring to take her. <laughs> you know, it was magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get under and take her. I thought that was really funny. Um, anyway, I guess 
I went one side. Thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. And and we uh, I I saw your question that uh, and we're jumping ahead here in our notes. But you asked like, what would you want to see? Um, but you don't have to look at my list. But I, I made a list because I'm not. I'm better with getting time to think of things I want instead of uh, popping them off the top of my head. So I made I made quite a list here of things that the WWE Network is still missing, in my opinion. Did you want to run through anything that you had in your mind? Because no, I felt you just, like uh, before. Because I want to hear your list. Uh, you just you reminded me. I I can swear to God I I had, was trying to look up like Triple H or something, and I, I swear to God this was the case. When you went in the search feature, you had to type out H H H. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that. Not, like nobody tagged H H H to also mean Triple H. Right. <laughs> so and they didn't stupid. do like any auto correcting, so you'd spell a name wrong, but it would be like, Oh, I've always wanted to watch Dr. Isaac Yankum, you know, just for giggles. But, you know, was it I S A A C? Was it some cute I S A A K? Was it I S A K? And you have to sit there and go through all the spellings, you're like, Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just watch, you know, WWE Campground <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, but oh. yeah, Matt. What were... No, I think it was more. I'll just turn this off and watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I shouldn't have to go to YouTube to find the highlights. I think that that is ridiculous. I, there's yep. there's got to be a way for the WWE to be able to make WWE highlights easy to find. But what were some yeah. of your ideas? I well, I put more new wrestling as number one. Like I thought that was the obvious one. You mm-hmm. put Evolve. You've got NXT. You've got the Performance Center. You've got Raw and SmackDown, which I feel like could be delivered. You know, I, that's gonna get really tricky too, especially if Fox like says we want NXT. Yeah, and I and I I know it's like so. I kind of um, want it back and forth. Can I get Raw and SmackDown on the network? Well, yeah, like, think about it this way. If you were talking your ideal, right? I feel like that's what we're building right now because some of this stuff just flat out will never happen. But I'm building out my ideal network. I'm already paying, uh, you know, I'll pay twelve ninety nine a month, but give me Raw and SmackDown, and that's the only place I can get it. Right. Um, you know, that, I, I'd go for that. And then, and then I, of course, put a highlight show on there, too, just like you were talking about. I, I just remember that's how we got into wrestling was Saturday morning highlight shows and... I think if you're trying to reach a kid, you're not going to reach him with Camp WWE because you, for that to be interesting, I think you already have to know those wrestlers. Anyway, again, we're bringing up Camp WWE for the third time now. <laughs> no, that's four times I've mentioned it. But they're going to get into wrestling by watching those highlight shows that are dumbed down a little bit. Like That's, that's what I fell in love with as a kid. Um, I still want a 24-7 title show. I want a women's wrestling program. Uh, I thought it would be cool to do writer's room access to create accountability and understanding. So I don't mean 24-7 access to the writer's room. I want to see somebody build out a storyline for... uh, If you've ever seen, like, South Park, like the seven days of building an episode of South Park, I think they should do that for the WWE so I can go, okay, that's why this is so hard to do. That would be, you know, showing you how the sausage is made. That would be McDonald's taking you to the butcher shop. So are they going to – how would you envision this? Because then you're, you know, confessing this is a written, produced program. This is not, you know, we're even getting further away from kayfabe. I think you just do it. I think – you respect i mean are, are we going through the wwe network and because i think the, the that wwe these guys network are punching themselves? when you get away from pay-per-views that is a show that i think the people who pay for it would want to see but i just don't know how you would pitch that to you know vince and have him give the thumbs up well i think you'd come in and uh mention the south park show and <laughs> I, I i think it's it's just something that like companies now like that's the trend is that you do have to show how it's all made and think about like all the changes that these companies are making that do keep it a secret and then they get caught later it's just you know you bring up mcdonald's they're trying to make changes to to have better product out there and then they want to show off that better product that they're making um but yeah i think if if it's it's just another thing that like even in my job now like i'm always begging like please can we show people what's going on 
where like where I'm working. I want to do that uh, for our marketing. Yeah. And every time I hear a no, that scares the shit out of me because then I'm like, okay, what am I missing here that we can't show off our quote unquote great product? You know what I mean? Yeah. So whenever that happens and we get pushed farther away, it just makes me think like we are missing. And that, and that's where I said I want some accountability. And then from our point of view, some understanding. So I think to that end, if they actually had a process that was respectable, um, or maybe they'd make it more respectable if they knew they were going to be on TV. Uh, but then from my, you know, what, what am I going to see from uh, as the viewer? Uh, probably, again, a whole new level of respect for those writers, uh, for the effort that goes into the show on a weekly basis. Um, and, and to not, you know, we, I bring up South Park. South Park's doing 20 minutes of television. Right. Um, and the WWE has to script uh, five hours of Raw and SmackDown. And then there's a whole other team that's scripting um, NXT. And, you know, then you got 205 Live to start talking about. And then you've got your pay per views. Um, I think what crazy. I think what you could do is if it's a current storyline wouldn't work, but if you could look back at something that you know it already occurred and you could kind of see, um, like you know all the steps that the writers and producers had to take to get to that point to make the finished product, I think that would be something kind of cool. Yeah. Like oh yeah, you know, they do I, those I would... um those reality shows where you, you know they show you how to make a horror movie, and so it's like from the ground up how they you know illustrate an idea and then how they make us you know a scaled model yeah. and then how they make like the actual you know four-dimensional creature that you're going to put in a horror movie it, i think it would be um uh you know like a pretty cool idea to do that um and then in addition as far as you know like you mentioned the performance center and then i think this kind of goes along with the writer's room um i don't know if you would have I'm already kind of nixing my own idea, but if you did, like, a contest to have people kind of create that stuff, like, capable people, not, you know, run-of-the-mill goofballs trying to write out, eh, and then, uh, John Cena wins, you know, not, not like that, like, uh, it, it, so I guess I'm kind of, kind of got my hand in two cookie jars, but some way to, to, <laughs> um, what's that HBO program where they do hard, hard knocks, right, where you kind of get to see the guys yeah. go through training camp? Yeah. Like, NXT's good. Um, I think it would be kind of cool to see, you know, what the what what life is like for the guys in the dirt. So not the guys who Which are already they've... part of the circus. I think the guys who are, are still, you know, trying to earn their keep. Uh, they barely have gear. Like, they're learning what the workouts are. Um, yeah. A little bit like your creator wrestler in WWE 2K. Like... I want the yeah. Matt Bloom experience. Like, I want to see what that's like, you know, for these guys who don't even have their character names yet. Um, no, and that, yeah, and, and and you'd be talking to about like an episodic thing because they have documentaries out there already where you can see that stuff. But yeah, I, you know, you try to put together like we just get these ads nonstop for Ms. and Mrs. and then the Chrisleys and then that fat girl. I, why not have a freaking um reality show that is actually based off something that we're watching and i, I you know Ms. and mrs is the closest but you know the actual thing i think we want to watch is the performance center stuff well it ties um, into but just you know it ties into what morrow what he did in commentary this week um because they're pushing explain more... yourself pardon <laughs> i said explain yourself well uh they have that new tournament for people who've never been on tv before and basically, the way yes. they qualified for the tournament, Morrow kept alluding to, uh, you know, the impressive numbers they put up at the Performance Center. Uh, you know, he ranked in the top three and blah, 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 statistic. Or blah, 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 exercise. You know, it's about lifting, agility, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to, uh, you know, have it kind of come off in like a, like a football way, like a, like a high... High graded draft pick, something like that. Um, and we know that you know NFL draft coverage is incredibly popular for some reason. Just watching, you know, Bill Burr as he puts it round after round after round of you know these guys getting picked. But 
you know, you get to see them uh, develop as, you know, little acorns into, you know, football playing trees. So I think it, it would it would be cool in a wrestling way to, you know, watch these guys um, blossom under Matt Bloom, if you will. Um, but I don't think we did all your ideas. Did you have a couple more that you thought would be cool on the network? Yeah, I've got uh, daily workouts should definitely be a thing where you could pick the superstar you want to emulate. Isn't that nuts? Um, it's not on there already? Yeah, I, like same thing. Like the easy on top of that would be dieting and cooking programs. I think they, they should have come up with a partnership with DDP Yoga like years ago. Yeah. Um, this kind of couples with like what we've already been talking about, but there, there should be an easier to go to documentary section um, rather than it just being like, I mean, maybe this is what's coming, but, uh, you know, you've got the silly in-ring stuff, and then there's, like, other programming or something. So you kind of got to you gotta go out of your way to find anything yeah, that's more Yeah, they got to figure out how to properly categorize, because I think you're totally on the nose there. Like, they've produced some incredible documentaries. Um, that Tommy McGee yeah. and Bret Hart, um, the Andre the Giant one. Um, even just watching, like... Becky Lynch for a year or Alexa Bliss for a year. It's like the ESPN yeah. 30 for 30, but it's WWE. I think it's, what is it, 365, something like that. Yeah. They're really well done, but it you you got to hope that it's brand new and that you find it on page one because, you know, you're not going to find it again. Yeah, you're never going to see it again. Yeah. Um, and uh, kind of coupled with that again is I think all the WWE Studios movies should be on there so that we can watch them and make fun of them. And then uh, lastly, I would like an option for a dedicated server in 4K, and I will gladly pay an extra $5 for that so that my TV doesn't skip a beat or slow down. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd go for that, too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm paying for 4K with Netflix. So that was kind of like a, a quick no-brainer decision, no thought put into it. I just went, yep, 4K, there you go. Here's the extra money. So I I, I think that that's the kind of programming – like I. Mike, are you able to see anything, or is it just me during, like, a Seth Rollins entrance, and he's walking down the ramp? I mean, it's just a blur fest on my screen. It goes fucking nuts with that huge thing behind Seth, and I I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at, you but have, it looks awful to I me. I think you have newer equipment than I do. I think my equipment is the perfect age to actually see Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks like it looks like total shit on my screen um but yeah i'd like to not have that be a problem but i mean those are just those are off the top of my head you yeah. know i gotta think there had to be more than one meeting for hours where they tried to discuss different things like this and you know i, I don't you know maybe it goes back you to know, like it's... what i mentioned before with my own job and like me trying to show how the sauce is made and then um you know, and then they turn around and say no. So maybe when we're asking, can we see daily workouts? Mm, yeah. No, you don't want to see that. Like, is there something? What? What do you mean? What What are they doing? Why are they getting so buff? I'm not insinuating anything, but, you, you know, you, you yeah. just wonder. Like, how have they? There has to be someone that suggested this. Um, and I, I don't know. We'll just. Well, I think. We'll keep moving on. We don't We don't want to go a whole hour on this because it's not that interesting. But. Well, I think. Go ahead. Um... I think you brought up a lot of good ones. Um, I'm, I'm most excited to see um, an easier way for me to find the best matches of my favorite people. And it looks like you are going to be able to do that. It looks like you're going to be able to select wrestlers. And then it's going to pull up an archive of like their um, biggest moments. Which we, we haven't talked about, but that's something they alluded to. Is you're going to be able to... Did, fast forward to particular big moments on pay-per-views did we uh read the the full oh the press briefing um no from yeah from the from wwe do you have that handy the wwe network will have a sleeker design simpler navigation smarter search tools superstar pages will also be a part of this upgrade so fans can navigate by superstar um and the tagline now is fans are in control of every moment. Well, it sounds like something to be optimistic about. Um, I mean, if you look at what the ad shows, it's just, it is just showing people going to like moments rather than like full matches. And that's us being in control of the moments. 
Um, that's, I'm not that upset about that because that's like the magic of YouTube. Like you don't watch a full 60 minute Iron Man match. You kind of you know fast forward to the good parts. And with I, so, my argument would be I don't turn on Netflix to watch moments, and the network shouldn't be right, like but, a social media. I mean, it's it's a different. I don't know. I think it's a little different entertainment medium. You know, it's 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 sports entertainment. I can agree it's to not disagree. it's not Netflix. That's my argument. I I feel like I'm I'm hunkering down if I ever turn. I mean, there are matches I want to watch rare. from start to finish. But like, let's say I want to watch NXT. I'm just gonna say I'm on my computer. I gotta go and I gotta sign in. I gotta go to. There's home shows and schedule. Uh, I guess I'll click shows. There's pay-per-views, in-ring, original, collection, vault. Well, NXT's kind of an Whatever original. Uh, okay, that's a bunch of original shows. You gotta click... I'm gonna try in-ring. And then there's a mishmash of NXT, NXT UK, live, this week in WWE. I gotta... See? <coughs> Sorry. Well, um, but all I was going to do is tell you that what it looks like is going to happen is now the funneling option, you're going to immediately like get in, and then you're going to be able to choose which show you want to start with. Do you want to go with pay-per-views, or do you want to go with something weekly? And this is just like thumbnail images of everything that happened this week, and then last week, and then so on and so forth. But if you just want to go to NXT, you're not even sure if you're on the right one. Yeah. So that to me, that's going to uh, get cleaned video... up for sure. Yeah, the video looks like it looks more like Netflix the way Netflix is currently set up. So it looks to me they just hired the developers and yeah, just kind of like whatever um, they think. Yeah, I'm puffed about the way they categorize things in the in the little uh, trailer that they they gave us. But yeah. uh, let's get to, let's get back to some some other wrestling yeah, talk because I want to just hit the last fine, uh, but... let's just hit the last dry topic and we'll get into the wrestling. Um, you just, you you wrote about WWE confirming that. Um, uh, some uh, stakes uh, in the company were being sold. Uh, yes. Before we know that Vince was doing that just for the XFL, um, uh, I mean, it's it's another instance of that. Um, I don't know if you saw any other big news, but was it tied around um, funding the football league, or what did you see? That's that's always the initial thought, but then there's you know, and we talked about this the last time there were big sales in stock. Um, what, what we haven't, I, I haven't noticed was anything being purchased back, you know, and, and I, I wonder too, if, uh, we are going to see a dip, um, before, uh, like the Fox stuff starts getting more ads and things like that. And then we'll see it, you know, go up again and maybe those stocks will be purchased again. I, I, I don't know. Um, to me, it's. It's news. It might be nothing news, but um, you know, it's it's also something we have no idea but speculate but to speculate until the future's here. Right. Um, and we are, you know, a day closer to the XFL starting, so that's always got to be the first thing on everybody's mind. But I don't know if every WWE executive is tied to the XFL, so that's where that kind of falls in. Um, I think always weird too because <laughs> I, I wonder <laughs> if that crumbles wonder... that's another hole in Vince's pocket but yeah <laughs> I always wonder like where does you know insider trading become like an actual crime and we see all WWE executives <laughs> selling their stock <laughs> I just don't I don't know uh, it confuses me but um, you know I guess I guess oh. we'll see more as we move along um but yeah, that's our dry news. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I know. I know you wanted to touch on that. Um, but yeah, we had the actual. It was a. It was a big week as far as what WWE was telling us. I, I don't know for the viewers if it was as big a week, but we had another. It seems like another raw reunion where all the old fogies get called yep. in. Uh, they make cameos. Uh, yeah, remember when we did this for Ric Flair's birthday a couple months ago? Yeah, we just did this. And then every time we go to Saudi Arabia, it's another Raw reunion. So I, yeah, that's true. We've had like five of these in the past like six months. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm disappointed in the people that haven't been watching Raw and then tuned in for this. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> you are part like, of the problem. 
You need to yeah. You need to turn off your TV. Wait till next. Wait till Tuesday. Turn on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. That's where we need you. Either watch all of it or watch none of it, because <laughs> you're sending the wrong message. Uh, now, I mean, I, honestly, I love the rattlesnake as much as the at. next person. Um, you what? I love the rattlesnake. Um, yeah. But what does that mean for tomorrow? You know, like. Yeah, it's it's. There's definitely like the Titanic has hit an iceberg and we're bleeding money, and a stone cold band aid is not gonna really fill that hole. You know. Yeah. We gotta... it's, it's another. I kept like terming it as like a short term, like they've. They have these goggles that they can't, for whatever reason, they can't look more than, like, a month down the line. That's why there's, like, shows being announced that are in the next couple months. It's not, like, to them the solution is, oh, let's have this bullshit show this Saturday that no titles will change and maybe we'll get a couple extra people to sign up for the network. Um, Instead of, like, oh, uh, let's let's have like creative develop a story for all of these different characters so that we can actually have an interesting television show right like is that what we're doing are we creating an interesting television show or are we just trying to get more like are we just dinking and dunking for subscribers here and there which will ultimately probably see a huge dip once we all have to pay 50 bucks for fucking aew next month (laughs) Uh, but uh I, like right. it's, I mean what's today july 24th so this this was the july 22nd monday night raw means we got the 29 we've got like three raws to build up the storylines for SummerSlam. noise uh and i mean this week was was kind of a waste uh you know seth rollins and AJ had to hang out with, you know, DX and the click and yeah. Rollins had to try and do uh, you know, Billy Gunn's part. Uh, where was Billy Gunn, by the way? Uh we'll I just did... we'll just not bring his name up. I did see that was supposed to be Ricochet, but Ricochet's injury kept him out. I, see that that's that puzzles me too, because he's always been billed as like the wholesome baby face. I don't know if we want him in the ring for suck it. You know what I mean? I I don't want to associate my like oh there goes the tree frog. Hold on. Well Jesus. Ah, I like how it's like, alright, well we'll just um, <laughs> No talking, let the frog Yeah, we'll give the frog his... a minute there. Um right. yeah, I, I don't want I don't, like I have this, um, you know, mental image of Ricochet, and it, it does not involve him, de- de- you know, debasing himself to you know this crass, crude, you know, PG thirteen desperate attempt to to come off as edgy. Yeah, like yeah. no, he's just a phenomenal athlete. Like I, I don't, I don't want him with that. Let him be his own thing. No, that's a good point. I don't know. Um. So it wasn't a 100% disaster because there's one, there's one godsend uh, for all these old fogies, and it's Mick Foley who not only took a bump for the fiend, he also donated his finisher to the fiend, um, and he ate a mandible claw to help get Bray Wyatt's masked character over. So i think it's been said ad nauseum but it's just there's so many great examples but mick foley is just always always giving back to the business and rarely it seems for his own selfish benefit uh whether he's flying off a hell in a cell or eating chair shots from the rock or helping get a you know a 22 year old randy orton over with head uh, chair shots or in this case uh getting bray wyatt over who's been rebooted you know like three or four times now um well i mean let if we i just want to credit the list yeah no 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 i mean the i think it makes it even more damning but uh the first couple promos or programs of the night you've got john cena and rikishi and devon dudley coming out and pretty much making the revival look like a joke uh then you've got the 24 7 championship uh going through its little maze and for whatever reason alundra blaze is going to toss it out 
and then the million dollar man pays her some amount for it instead of just letting her throw it out and picking it out of the garbage um yeah i don't know what that was yeah that was so that was so stupid then like you mentioned uh dx destroying uh the oc so what this is their first week as as the oc i would say first official week yeah the t-shirts t-shirt the ink's not even dry on them right and and they just look like a bunch of pansies getting kicked out of the ring by 80 year old men then you've got Sami Zayn running away from the hurricane and rvd and broken neck himself kurt angle i and then and then the end of the night i even as much as so many people love this the stone cold thing i just kept catching so many different like little Stone Cold comes out there in the middle of the ring and says, ah, I know you guys aren't really watching now, but you come out for Stone Cold. <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up, man. You dipshit. Like, everybody's praising that promo, and I, then I'm the only one sitting there going, oh, okay, so you're right. I don't have to watch any of this because Stone Cold's <laughs> not there. Okay, learn that lesson. Um, but all of that, that's three hours of that shit, and Mick Foley is the only one he's always the only one yep <laughs> jobs out see what stinks too he, is he did such a great and and uh he did a great job and it was fun to see even like the nice bray wyatt he turned back into bray wyatt and thanked mcfoley on twitter i thought that was pretty cool yeah I, like it was just because of the way that show was produced um we we didn't utilize anybody but mcfoley to elevate talent it didn't happen until smackdown right when Shawn Michaels, you know, he, he, you know, he's still got it. He, he, he really focused in on Ziggler, um, you know, what was kind of a nothing run of the mill, you know, you're a has-been promo, but Shawn knew how to put the right stink on it to really, you know, make Dolph offended and build that whole storyline to the point where you're like, my God, we could see Dolph versus Shawn Michaels at some point. And I think that, Besides it being a Shawn Michaels one-on-one match, I think it would be cool to see, you know, um, what does Shawn say to Dolph? Working your whole career, giving everything you've got, and being known as a second-rate Shawn Michaels wannabe. And Dolph was some pretty good zingers, but weren't necessarily at Shawn's expense, but you were saying he was as embarrassing as Goldberg in a wrestling ring. Um, yeah. I, like, there's enough fire in that promo where it's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck Monday was, but Tuesday that was that was a hot show. Uh, I thought that was a great angle. Uh, Sean ate the super kick like he got shot in the face. Um, it it was great. Well, I wanted to keep analyzing Monday too and talk about like uh, we've brought it up as like a theme, or at least it's the thing I keep throwing out there is utilizing your assets. Yeah and um I, i'm gonna come back to to a statement that stephanie mcmahon said like in the last year year or two where the wwe can become the disney of pro wrestling and there's so many ways to dissect that and i just you know i i wanted to bring up like the lion king that just came out and it's gonna make a ton of money for disney again yeah uh <laughs> again utilizing your asset the story that you own and now you're just going to repurpose it. What did they do, Mike? They had the actors from the old movie, from the cartoon, talk about how amazing it is. Sure, not everybody saw that promo, but those actors didn't go, like, hit this the late-night talk show circuit. Like, Matthew Broderick comes out, and he's like, ah, that's all baloney. They're just trying to make more money. That's stupid. If I was there, <laughs> that movie would be amazing. And, and maybe Broderick's thinking that, but that's not what he's coached to do. That's not what the the billions of Disney bucks are doing when Broderick does touch an interview or something like that. Like, they know, like they're they're on the teat, and 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 Stone Cold coming out there, and sure he had fun, and that'll be something to remember that promo. Yeah, but it, it did it absolutely nothing to sure. make sure that Stone. Yeah, there's nothing there for Stone Cold to make sure that he's still getting a paycheck, ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, because. He didn't mention anything that's going on right now. Why tune in, Mike? Because all the good stuff's on the network. All the good stuff happens when Stone Cold's here, or used to happen when Stone Cold was full-time. Which, by the way, when we were kids, that guy wasn't on every week. So we'll just I'm going to throw that out there. So that's a whole nother 
bag of worms to dissect. But while everybody's so excited that Stone Cold came out and threw out such a great promo, I I just I can't help but sit back and think about what a stupid stupid job like the the fact that he wasn't coached up that he didn't get the you know or he did get like the chris jericho treatment where oh i got to make all my decisions on aew great stone cold went out there blew his own horn sold more ipas good for him (laughs) did nothing for kevin owens it just seems so easy like we're already embroiled in a storyline with Kevin Owens going up against the Authority and Shane McMahon. Stone Cold doesn't have, you know, the the his nature failed him and it won't let him wrestle anymore. But he can still do a stunner. It astounds me that they didn't let Kevin and Stone Cold share a ring and stun some McMahons. Like that would have been a moment for all time. That would have been something right. you would probably tune in next week. And then you'd want to see the big payoff match for Kevin versus Shane. But it, it they just, instead it was like, you know, Stone Cold. First they let Hogan and Ric Flair, you know, lick each other's buttholes for a few minutes. Hogan yep. did a, you know, the rigmarole of all his catchphrases. And it's just, does this really get people off? Like just watching this yeah. 65-year-old guy who can't go anymore just mumble his way through his catchphrases and then they kind of back out of the way for stone cold to come out and say hey thanks for watching this week you guys are our family and it's everybody except for you me and booker t oh booker (laughs) that's beautiful oh booker where's stevie ray and all this Um, i don't know um yeah let's (laughs) let's dissect that (laughs) yeah where are they now i I was gonna ask you do you know the one guy besides mick foley that tried to get over like young guys, young talent. Who? AJ Styles. Oh. Shawn Michaels comes out to challenge AJ, and if you listen to the non-miked work, AJ's yelling about, "Oh yeah, NXT. I know NXT. I'll come down there. I'll fight everybody down there, and then I'll fight you any day, any day." <laughs> it's just he's actually mentioning you know some young talent down at nxt so you know what? besides all the old guys coming out going yeah we're pretty great we're the best part of wwe best there is best there was and aj that, styles yep that's a perfect point like even if you don't get like you know my my suggestion was a little over the top if we're gonna have stone cold and kevin drinking ipas and stone you know stunning everybody that's like over the moon yeah they could have just done something subtle like what you just said with aj right it's something we always give uh, Kevin Owens credit for, like when he's in the middle of a feud, and you know he'll always be like, "Yeah, no, forget about my buddy Sami Zayn. You know he's gonna come in too." Or you know he'll mention his NXT buddies, or he'll mention you know yeah. uh, Tyler Breeze because he's just keeping him on the peripheral. He's keeping him relevant, and all these old guys, all they asked of them was get yourself over again. It's just it's it's yeah. baffling. I, I don't know why you would waste three hours not getting over the talent that has to do a huge show in three weeks. Like, you know, one of the top two, three shows of the year. Yeah, right. Um, and, and like, uh, well, shit. I, I, I will admit I forgot my point. And here's the, you know what stinks, then, Matt? Is yeah. I, think, I think we're looking at like four or five <laughs> promos in a row where the wrestling from WWE has been phenomenal. Like, it, it looks... The matches we're watching, it looks like those guys are all in the locker room saying, fuck AEW, man. Let's go tear the house down. And from, like, yeah. bell to bell, we're getting really strong wrestling. But it's not always getting the reaction it should be because the stories haven't gotten us to the point where we're as invested in cheering like we could be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're wasting your time with another Raw reunion, it's it's an area where you could be building up this SummerSlam to you know get the reactions you're you're gunning for as a wrestling company promotion. So I I, I don't know I I it, a baffling decision by this company. I don't I don't know why I don't know who in the writing room you know suggested this would be a good idea to book this like this. I don't I don't know because you know what. It's not. We know WWE is not devoid of writing talent. Whoever put that Bray Wyatt thing together is a genius. Additionally, 
it's a little nugget because it's 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 only had a few weeks to really get baked and cooked and crispy for us is Drake Maverick and Mike Kanellis. I can't believe I'm invested in a Drake Maverick and Mike Kanellis feud, but these guys are just fire on the microphone, killing each other. I tried to share the 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 promo exchange they had from YouTube. It's you know, they're two guys who aren't six foot three and two hundred and fifty pounds, so it's never gonna be a real story, you know, that WWE yeah. main roster, you know, coverage is gonna get. But it's not a company devoid of talent. There's somebody in that writing room with good ideas. They're they're in there. They're in the room. The guy's just not allowed to touch the main roster for some like the main event players for some reason. Yeah. He's he's got his fingers on Drake Maverick and Mike Kanellis. He's got his fingers on Bray Wyatt. The guy's in there, or she. Somebody's in there. Somebody listen to this voice, because if you're missing out, and I know you're already invested in 19,000 hours of wrestling a week, but if you can find it in your heart to just try 205 Live, you're not going to be disappointed. This feud is unbelievable. I can't, I, I can't believe Canellis, he's like channeling Tommaso Ciampa. That's how strong his promo work is against little four-and-a-half-foot-tall Drake Maverick. I will admit I have not watched it, and I don't not... I don't not trust you, but I find that extremely hard to believe that he's at Tommaso. It's not at that emotional connection, you know, with, like, a tag team (laughs) breaking up. But he's channeling that kind of evil bastard where you're like, God damn! Like, if you're in the crowd, you're just giving a God damn, and you're like hoping drake maverick can get his um revenge and canellis gets his comeuppance like it's that kind of crowd engagement you're like wow i thought we were just gonna take a nap and this these guys are going ham right now <laughs> i will say all of your love for ember moon in the last couple months is it's paying off it's kind of sour it's soured me a little bit <laughs> oh no <laughs> i don't know if i can trust you anymore <laughs> Well, hey, we know WWE's listening because she got her big moment with uh, Charlotte and Bailey. That was pretty cool. I mean, you know, to you it was pretty cool. I thought it was fine. <laughs> it's just, just it's like, better than all right, it's now better we know, than zero. Yeah, now we know Ember Moon wasn't enough for their <sighs> SummerSlam match. I mean, <laughs> that's I, what I took from it. <laughs> I guess it's SummerSlam. You got to get the woman who was in Sports Illustrated. I get it. I guess. Well, no. I just mean you know, like she's been on the per- ah, she's been what's... on the sidelines for a while now. Like all I can think of is like Instagram pictures with Andrade. I can't even picture a Charlotte match. Do you think Andrade is poisoning her? Not literally, but like poisoning her mind. Is she like? I think he's poisoning her. No, I think you're onto something. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Polly from. Uh, oh wait, no, it wasn't Polly. Or wait, what was it? And and Rocky, who who said that women weaken legs? Uh, I don't know. That's okay. It's so in the. It's in the, it's in the. The 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 history of Rocky. I couldn't tell you which movie or which character. I am pretty sure it was the first one. I, uh, I, I can picture his manager and or his trainer and Polly saying it. So I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, maybe Andrade just like pulled her. You know, she she saw what the good life could be if she just focused on love instead of working out and wrestling. And she's know. just boning uh, Andrade all the just time. Just making, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be the life? It sounds um, pretty dreamy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike, we we have, you know, there's so much to complain about this week. Um, <laughs> and we already talked about the network. We, we've got NXT to talk about, which always, you know, we sprint through that because it's just so much fun to go. Adrian Priest won, and then <laughs> Jordan Miles fought hey! Angel Garza. Hey! <laughs> Let's do uh, <laughs> let's do one of your games, and we'll close it out with the deep cuts here, man. We'll do one of your games. Do you know how hard, like, these should totally be called your games. 
I spend so much time trying to find ways to entertain you, and they're dubbed as one of my games. I'm surprised Silly wasn't let's in Let's do One of Mad Silly. Time. With that, let's get right into One of Mad Silly Games. One of these days, Mike's going to play a game with Matt. Who knows? Who knows? Um, he, he'd love one. If there was some way Matt could communicate to his brother We're playing that he'd a love game for his with brother Matt to make right a game. Right now, it's called Don't Hold Your Breath. <laughs> All right, Matt. You got a couple right, you heard of rumors that lie. Well, I'm supposed to say it because I'm going to edit it on my screen oh. first. So I have to go. Is everybody ready for two rumors and a lie? Uh, so That's right, folks. The rated R we superstar. <laughs> we <laughs> are playing two rumors and a lie, where Mike is going to be fed three different rumors. Two of them I found on the interwebs. One of them I made up off the top of my head. Of course, we are trying to bring light to the fact that these, as uh, the dirt sheets and the clickbait websites, are just trying to get you to click. So go ahead and ignore them, because I can make just as good rumors off the top of my head. So that being said, well, we like to give Mike some categories to pick uh, to pick through, so that it's not it's not too hard, um, or at least you get a start. I feel like maybe it is still With just. With that said, I think I'm one for nine. Yeah, that 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 would be the truth. I would get sent um, down to AAA at this point, but go ahead. Mike. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, they're just hoping you get that good game where you get two in I a row I think I'm helping prove your point about how dumb these rumors are. I would totally agree. If you picked mine out every time, then I'd go, oh, shit, they're really good at making rumors. <laughs> um. <laughs> Maybe I'm good at making rumors. All right. All right. Here we go. go. Uh, a couple of these were updated from the last time we tried to play. Uh, so we let, let's, let's just go. I'll give you some categories. Uh, I'm going to give you three categories. You're going to pick... Uh, you're gonna pick one of them. We've got, uh, let's, oh, I'm sorry. I, I gotta scroll down to the bottom. We've got Must Watch TV, Mike. We've got Raw Reunion. Oh, no. And we've got Summer Slam. Like, Summer Slam, but I put an E on the oh, end, so it's Oh, I lame. get it. You're like the Joker with the slaughter truck. I love it. All right. <laughs> Give me the Slaughter Slam. All right. Slaughter Slam. Mike, rumor number one. Trish, Trish, oh geez, I already gave it away. Trish Stratus is already signed and booked to take out Charlotte Flair, Mike, at SummerSlam. Daniel Bryan's news that he's been teasing is going to lead to his eventual move to 205 Live and a title shot, Mike, at SummerSlam. Oh no. Mike, Shane McMahon's TV run is not scheduled to change after SummerSlam, but will instead result in a full-fledged authority faction that will include Mr. Roman Reigns. Michael, those are your three rumors. Uh, the usual fun way you like to play is eliminating one of them and uh, trying to drill it down to just two. Would you like to play that fun little game? Wow. This or is do you a know really right off tough the bat? batch. <laughs> this is a tough batch. Um, so you want me to recap? I, We've well, got Trish. Gonna, off the bat, I'm going to say I think I saw that awful Shane McMahon one somewhere. So I'm going to say that, Matt, you did not come up with that. Son of a bitch. Don't. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You came up with that? Yeah. God, Matt. I saw well, that somewhere. Was it in your files? I thought it was so obvious that Shane McMahon was leaving TV after SummerSlam. Um, Mike. <laughs> Damn it. That is the one I made up. Uh, Daniel Bryan is rumored to move to 205 Live, and Trish Stratus looks like she's going to be at SummerSlam. Um, well, I should say is, uh, that's the rumor that came out over the last couple days. Uh, and that was actually, I think it was after the Charlotte Flair Ember Moon match, too. So that, that was included with this rumor being created. So wow. some people think uh, even after Charlotte's... Maybe, you know, introduction into that. Maybe Trish will come into play and keep Charlotte out of it, which uh, I think would actually put some juice into a match like that. Um, yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Wow. You you are like three questions in a row. You've eliminated <laughs> the wrong one that I made up. But I will say, you. I think you said it now uh, two times in a row that you feel like you've seen the rumor I made up. 
somewhere on the internet, um, which is going to cause me to go into another panic like last time, and I started searching for it. Um, maybe there's, maybe you saw something close to it, but <laughs> I, I certainly got the Trish Stratus stuff and Daniel Bryan from Dave Meltzer and uh, Cage Side Seats. Uh, the Shane McMahon stuff was me just typing it up. Wow. <laughs> Why? I, is that really a money opportunity for Daniel Bryan to, like, dedicate himself to pre-shows and pay-per-views and, you know, be a WWE Network I, exclusive? But that's madness. It, it may show us, like, what... If that does happen, it, it could show us, like, how much these guys should be moved around. Because I can't imagine Daniel Bryan would take a pay cut to do 205 Live. Like, he would still be getting paid the same amount. Yeah. But now it's must-watch TV, right? Um, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. That would be very interesting if it does happen. And it, I just don't think that, like, the way they keep making these panic moves to get known names, like, known names on TV, why you would ever sacrifice opportunities to have Daniel Bryan on. So, you said that you saw that because of Meltzer? Uh, um, ringside? I think it, it was, yeah, it's definitely on cage side seats. Cage side. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a thumbs down on that one because that's, it doesn't make sense financially. Trish, I get, it's a one-off, it's SummerSlam, you know, it doesn't, well, that's fine. I mean, you gotta ask too, like, What's Daniel doing right now? They've had him in the tag division for a while. Like maybe they're in their heads going, we can put other talents elsewhere. I I'm I'm still a fan of this happening. Um, well, like when I, he was a tag team with the belt, he essentially every match got three people over: his partner Rowan, and then whoever they were fighting. Yeah. So now we can get the whole 205 Live roster over. It's a win-win-win. 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 Um, well, that was uh, two rumors and a lie. Mike, you are one for 12 now. We'll start keeping an account like that. I'll put it on my notes page. Uh, one for 12. I'll put that in bold heading. One. I'm changing the name of the document. One for 12. One for 12. Yep. <laughs> um, so now you have to, it'll be, it'll be easier to find if you uh, hack into my account so you can see the rumors. <laughs> uh... You know what? I haven't. If you do hack in, I have not labeled them, so you're gonna be. You're still playing the same game, or you're to gonna say try two for twelve. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we could kind of do some uh, NXT deep cuts here because we're we're about to hit the hour mark, and we don't want to keep you guys. I know we could get it under an hour. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Matt, what was your highlight for NXT UK this week? Um, did you say NXT UK? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I guess Walter and Trent Seven was interesting. I don't know. Can I pick between NXT UK and NXT? Yes, you may. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Bruiserweight coming back to NXT. <laughs> the one <laughs> most interesting character on NXT UK. That was a pretty UK, big pop uh, yeah. Moved on over to NXT. That was pretty sweet. Um, I think uh, I really like this Angel Garza guy. I, I was shocked that he lost. He's the dude who, uh, he comes out in, yeah. in long tights, and then halfway through the match, his gimmick is he rips them off, and he's in, you know, like, little Magic Mike tights. Um, yeah. It was a good match. It just bothered me because it was another in a long line of male black superstars who come out just smiling. Like, yeah. New Day did that, Apollo Crews did that, Titus did that, uh, the Street Profits smile all the time, this guy does it, Keith Lee smiles all the time. Like, every black male superstar is treated like that. It's uh, incredible. Nobody nobody says a word. That might be our first article back on, off the schneid, Matt. Um, <laughs> and I guess, to be positive, because I, I, I genuinely enjoyed both hours of NXT, uh, US and UK. UK, the Walter Trent 7 match was, you know, exactly what it should have been. It was, it was a bloodbath of blood blisters from all the knife edge chops these guys gave each other um yeah. just a spot i hadn't seen before um towards the end walter got the upper hand because he is you know he's the monster of nxt uk um he did his finisher and then he did it again and then before he continued to destroy trent seven his cronies came out 
and they formed a wall to prevent anybody from doing run-ins to rescue Trent Seven, and Walter further obliterated Trent Seven. So it definitely made me think of Avengers Infinity War when Thanos and Hulk were going at it, and the other supervillains were going to step in and help Thanos, and they stood back to let Thanos have his fun against Hulk. And then he just, you know, killed our beloved monster. So it, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I haven't seen a, a faction build a wall like that. It was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Still, uh, like, the thing that always bugs me with these matches and, and, and you know, they're still at Download Festival with NXT UK. Yeah, we got to get out of there. Like, Let's give them a good match here at Download Festival or give them a championship match. Not necessarily one that matters. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Because we had two. Because I think Walter fought Kiwi Buzzsaw, and that was at Download. And then he got another match against uh, Seven. So, yeah. it's kind of a busy yeah. weekend for uh, the Austrian. But, um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, Matt, and then you got to pick one poo-poo moment from all of NXT. Um, if there was one for you. Because I, I just have one for me. I'm going to start off. Because I was, I was really bummed that my beloved... Zia Lee got squashed by Bianca Belair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and they're trying to get Bianca over as, like, the top baby face. Uh, I, or at least the title contender, because there's, there's nobody to stand up against Shayna right now. Nobody. So, I, I guess they're going to try and do this again. And it, it Matt, I know you're going to grind your molars when you hear this, but after Belair got the pin over my beloved uh, Zia Lee... Belair was definitely mounting undefeated after she just lost two matches in a row before beating my favorite wrestler. Yeah. So I don't know. They gotta teach her some new. I'll write an article about that yeah, right some after. Some new lip sync uh, <laughs> phrases. But yeah, anything? Any poo poo for you, Mac? Um, nothing was really too bad. It's just I I can't you know. Um, it's still good wrestling up and down. Kenny Williams, Noam Dar. Yeah. You listed the the ladies tag match uh, over at NXT UK. Keith Lee and uh, Priest was pretty good. Um, we both have the same complaints, I think, about Miles and Garza. Um, I would have liked to see Io Shirai just beat the ever loving hell out of uh, Casey, but I didn't get it. It looked like it was gonna happen, and then Candice LeRae stepped in. But, I, I mean, overall, not as good as, like, the old NXT episodes. I, I think they need to go back to establishing some of these characters a little bit better. Um, instead of everybody coming out and having the same gripe that, I'm not on TV enough! Like, it's <laughs> all anybody says anymore. It's getting pretty old. Um, so, somebody has to communicate Ooh. what all these different storylines are yeah. so that they can, you know, not run into the same thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no Undisputed Era, so nothing to... We, yeah, we got a little baby cameo for Roderick Strong, who, God bless him, he still doesn't know how to do a promo. Uh, like, he looked, he sounded super scripted, and not in a funny way like Baron Corbin does. Like, he didn't have that, like over-the-top I'm scripted sound like he just sounded like he's desperately trying to remember his lines but I really like did you get to see the Killian Dane promo no I missed that it was just cool because he he actually brought some real life into it where he's like yeah Matt Riddle that's why did I beat you up I mean you used to be good at your thing you know over at UFC right but in my world you know there's no weight class there's no rules and they show the video of him doing the big splash on the entrance ramp and he said you're in my world now and then you know he just made the threat he's gonna beat him up at um takeover but it was pretty cool he had like a um it kind of looked like the film reels from the it remake so it was kind of a black and white like um uh kind of flashing image and then the the old reels were kind of clicking in the background while he explained how he's gonna destroy matt riddle Ooh, i can do that with my video editor yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm I'm pumped that Killian's back, um, back in the spotlight. I missed him. Yeah. All right, Matt. I'm good. Yeah, um, it'll, be, it'll be fun to see. Uh, be fun to see where that goes. For sure. I'm good. Well, we're we're uh, cutting it close here. We're we're at an hour three. That's I a know. new record I'm for so, us. Yeah, I'm upset. <laughs> we could have gotten under an hour. 
Um, well, if anybody's still listening, uh, we are found on BODpodcast.com, BrothersDiscussion.com. We're at BOD Podcast for all the live wrestling discussion. We didn't mention our Facebook group earlier, but that is where uh, our, our favorite back and forths uh, are going. Uh, I got to give a shout out to, uh, I mean, I'm going to mess up your name. It's like a thought, maybe it's Lady of a Thousand Four Holds, but she does a great job of getting back with us and replying yeah. to Twitter. Andre um, C has been, he's been going ham this week too. He's been doing really good. Yeah, we, and we appreciate all you guys, and uh, we won't forget. And when we're talking about getting some merchandise and giving some away for free, we're not going to forget you. Uh, but for us to get to that point, oh, don't Jeff, forget to... Jeff O and uh, Chris B also. I didn't want to forget that. Oh, never. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. I just... it's uh, we, I don't want to make it like an award show. we got to make sure we got our list going. You guys know we talk to you. We love you guys. Um Last thing would just be go to Apple Podcasts, like uh, or uh, subscribe, rate, and review, um, and let the world know that the brothers of discussion are here. Thanks, everybody. All right, that's it for Mike. Bye. So until next time, and until all of the